Julius Randle recently spoke to the media about his ankle surgery and his slow start to the season, basically attributing it to the ankle injury itself. However, he actually called some people who didn't think that the surgery would affect his play naive. We're going to break down his entire report and let you know exactly what he said. We're also going to look at RJ Barrett who is now leading the NBA as one of the leaders in a key stat. And I think the Knicks are going to want him to continue this for the entire season. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. Julius Randle recently spoke out on playing with this ankle injury. Now, if you've been following the Randle situation, you already know during the offseason, he had ankle surgery. And after that, he'd been trying to gear up and ramp up for the regular season and get back into that all-star form that we saw last year. However, to start the season, he has not been in that shape at all. He's been missing shots, not looking impactful, and really, other than the last two games, he has not been great on offense. But recently, he spoke to the media regarding his play and why he hasn't been up to that all-star form to start the season. Here's his exact comments and what he said. Shout out to the New York Daily News for providing the following information. According to Randall, he stated the following. I told you guys from the beginning, it was a process. I had surgery four and a half months ago, and it's a lower extremity surgery. So to think I would come into the season and be Julius off the bat is kind of naive. I knew from the beginning it was going to be a process. It's a gradual buildup. I'm starting to get better, but it's a gradual buildup. Randall said he's glad he has some help to shoulder the offensive load. Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett are each averaging more than 22 points on over 40% shooting from three-point range to start the season. Randall stated the following about getting help from guys like RJ and Jalen and the rest of the team. I'm just thankful for the guys like RJ, guys like Jalen. They've been able to carry the load while I get back and get healthy and start to get better. So that's why it's a team sport. And I'm just thankful for those guys. Knicks head coach Tom Thibodeau said he knew Randall was going to be limited to start the season. Thibodeau said Randall likes to adhere to a strict offseason regimen, which was interrupted by the timing of his summertime surgery. That was a very bold and blunt statement by Julius Randall, but you know what? I can't really blame him because he's been probably hearing about this ankle pain and ankle surgery from the start of the season. And then they asked him about it again after the game where he won. So of course he's going to be a little bit ticked off because he just won and you're asking him about more ankle surgery and coming back from the ankle pain and whatnot. So of course he's going to be a little bit ticked off and I think that's why he took the blunt approach with his response. But you know what? I actually like and respect that from players because it lets everybody know exactly during that time what you're feeling and what the situation is 100%. And that's exactly what we got from Randall. The best part about that is he didn't really walk away from it like he did earlier in some other interviews where he didn't even acknowledge the fact that the ankle was an issue. He stated, at least during this particular interview, that during the beginning, he let it be known that it was going to be a process for him to get back to the player that he was last year. And you know what? 
earlier on, I didn't actually understand that because I thought if you were healthy, you were healthy. You're clear. Now it's time for you to be that player, turn it up and do what you need to do. It wasn't until Scott Perry recently spoke about this on the Hoops Genius podcast where he said that basically Julius Randle is a rhythm player. And if he's out of rhythm or doesn't get to work on his game properly during the offseason, he might not go into the regular season with that same type of play that we're used to. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And you know what? I think to an extent he's right. Julius Randle is a rhythm player. And he needs to do certain things during the offseason to get himself into game shape to do the Julius Randle things that we're so accustomed to him doing. And Tom Thibodeau basically said the same thing in that recent quote that we just reviewed, where he stated that he adheres to a very strict regiment during the offseason. And during this offseason, he couldn't do that. He was in a cast. He was on Paul George's podcast basically saying the same, stating that he wished he could do more. It frustrates him that he can't, but he's utilizing the time in other ways to try to help his game. Primarily, he watched film. And according to him, he watched a lot of film. And I think that's contributing just a little bit to his better play because it seems like he knows where players are on the floor a little bit better. He's using his IQ just a little bit better as well too. And he is playmaking, not just passing. He is playmaking a lot more. He's drawing double teams or he's drawing defenders near him and he's finding the open man, or he's making the hockey pass to get to the open man. Either way, he's contributing on a different level that I haven't seen Randall do in a very long time. One part especially is that when his offensive game is not going, he normally gives you nothing else. But that can't be said this season. If he's struggling on offense, he's giving you rebounds, he's giving you defense, he's giving you hustle plays, he's doing all the other things that you want him to do. So for that, I can't knock him. He's a better Randall this year as of right now in terms of his total game than he was last year. If that offense comes along and he continues to do all the things that we've seen him do, he will absolutely make another bid to get an all-star campaign for his New York Knicks season again. I said this in an earlier video and I'll say it again. Julius Randall should not be playing through this injury. I understand he's prideful. He wants to be available for every game. We have no real backup power forward, so I can understand where he's coming from. But I'd rather him miss a few games now than him play through it, risk injuring it again, and then he has to miss months on end. That would hurt the Knicks so much worse. So I hope that he would take the advice from the Knicks and the coaching staff who apparently have been telling him to rest, but he's not been doing it. But hopefully he'll listen and he'll do that So he can recover, be 100%, not risk injury, and he can be the Randall that we need him to be for way more games. For right now, I'm a little concerned because he's playing on that injury. But I guess he's not really the only one. Brunson's injured and he's playing. RJ Barrett is dealing with a sore knee and he's playing. They're all banged up and it's early on. That's a little bit scary as well. Because if any one of them goes down, folks, we have a major problem. Right now, my hopes and prayers are with Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and the entire Knicks team. I hope they stay healthy. I hope they stay locked in. And I hope they beat this Hornets team tomorrow afternoon during this day game. I don't know how this team is going to respond during a day game yet. But honestly, I'm really excited to see it. 
and I hope they come out guns blazing and going just as hot from three as they were last game. Because if they do that again, they're going to blow the Hornets out. Mark my words on that. RJ Barrett is actually top five in the NBA right now in a key statistic. And I'm telling you now, folks, the Knicks would absolutely hope and pray that Barrett stays this way for the entire season. Shout out to the New York Daily News for reporting the following to us. R.J. Barrett is shooting 8 of 15 on corner threes, including 75% from the left pocket and ranks 4th in corner 3-point shooting efficiency among all eligible players attempting at least 2 corner threes a game. So in the entire NBA, the entire league, R.J. Barrett is top Four, top four in terms of three-point shooting efficiency in the left pocket corner. That tells me, give RJ Barrett the ball in the left pocket corner whenever he's open and available because likelihood is he's going to hit it. He's going to hit it at a very high and efficient rate and clearly he's doing that right now. He's one of the leaders of the league in it. When that happens, you have to feed the man the ball. RJ Barrett has been such a revelation this season. He has made me so proud. I'm sure he's made a lot of Knicks fans proud. We have been waiting for this specific RJ Barrett since year two. And a lot of us has been clinging on to hope, praying, wishing he would get there, wishing he would be more consistent. And I know it's only eight games. He's only played six though. But let me say this, each and every time he's on the floor, he's been consistent and it's looked amazing. Very happy for RJ Barrett. Barrett also credits Randall and Brunson for commanding the defensive attention that leaves him wide open from behind the arc. As of Friday morning's practice in Tarrytown, Barrett ranked 6th in 3-point efficiency among players who've appeared in at least half their team's games and have attempted five or more threes per game. Barrett again credits Randall and Brunson for commanding defensive attention that leaves him wide open from behind the arc. And you know what? R.J. Barrett didn't have to say that. Didn't have to credit any other players. But of course he's going to do that. He's R.J. Why wouldn't R.J. Barrett say that? He's going to give credit where credit is due. And he's going to praise everybody that needs it, including the rest of his big three in Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. And he's right to an extent. Jalen draws a lot of attention, especially when he goes into the paint. Julius has been drawing a lot of attention lately. And he's been using it to his credit to play make, pass it out, and get to the open man to make the open shot. And he's been making defenses pay, which is helping his own game. That's why I say anybody on the Knicks, if they just want their game to get better on offense, just pass the ball more. Make somebody else a threat or make defenses think that you have multiple options. And if you do that and keep them guessing, you're going to have multiple lanes in the paint. I see that with RJ Barrett now because not only is he taking threes when he's open, he's not settling for threes. He's taking the threes only when the defender is giving him enough room. If that's not the case, He's taking what the defense gives him. And likelihood is he's driving to the rim and he's taking either a pump fake jump shot, either from the mid range, or he's taking contact and making the shot and going to the line for the and one. 
or missing the shot, still taking contact, getting the foul, and going to the line. Either way, RJ Barrett is doing that at a very high level. He's using his basketball IQ better than I've ever seen him use it in any other season. And the fact that he's ranking in terms of one of the top players in the league in three-point efficiency, and also one of the top four players in the league in terms of left corner pocket three-point efficiency. I think R.J. Barrett deserves a lot of credit for all the work we've seen him put in during this offseason, all these things that we've seen him do with the FIBA basketball, with Team Canada, everything we saw him do during the playoffs, and now he's taking all of that and he's working with it to start the season. And he's being just as consistent as we saw him in the playoffs, just by playing to his game, being aggressive, and taking what the defense gives him. It's been the best RJ we've ever seen for his entire career. And I hope and pray we continue to see this RJ consistently for the rest of the season. But what about you guys? Do you like this RJ Barrett? And do you think he can remain consistent at this level for the entire season? Let me know in the comments, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.